Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Monday, November 20th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, in Halifax, lawmakers break news on Ukraine funding to their allies. Number two, Dems squeeze Biden on Israel. And number three, Mike Johnson's new fundraising vehicle. Let's get into it. Happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. A shortened week here at Punchbowl News. We are publishing only AM editions Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we are off uh, Thursday and Friday for the Thanksgiving holiday before what's supposed to be or what we expect to be an interesting end to the year. Uh, very interesting item at the top of Punchbowl News this morning from Andrew DiCiderio. Uh He was in Halifax, Nova Scotia for the Halifax Security Forum, part of our commitment to cover Congress wherever Congress goes. And uh, senators from both parties that uh, Andrew was with told their foreign counterparts this weekend that the United States cannot keep its commitment to Ukraine unless Congress addresses the crisis at the southern border. This is something that we've heard a lot Um on the Hill recently, but this is something that we uh, didn't expect to hear necessarily at the Halifax Security Forum. Uh, but Mike Rounds and every member that that Andrew spoke to uh, said that this is going to determine whether or not there's funding for Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan. It didn't have to be this just a side note, didn't have to be this way for Israel. But uh, uh, Mike Johnson passed an Israel bill that was conditioned to uh, domestic spending cuts. Uh, so it's going to have to, at least at this point, be tied into the larger foreign aid funding picture. Uh, Chris Coons of Delaware, who was also on the trip, said he was that Ukrainian lawmakers that he met with were surprised to hear that border security, not just funding for the border, but a change in our asylum policy was a demand from Republicans. Um, this is a uh, it's, it's a big issue because, I, you know, as Andrew has made the point before, um, it's difficult. This is you are now coupling a difficult issue, Ukraine, with possibly the most difficult uh, domestic policy issue in the border and something that has bedeviled Congress going back a decade. Many different efforts to um, uh, get a, a grip or get changes to the migrant policy and the border policy have have failed over the last decade. Now, in the House of Representatives, uh, there was only one member, and this is this is House hatred, and I'm very upset about it. Um, Jason Crow was the only House member on the trip, and he said um, it's one thing to have somebody, and this is a speaker, who's very conservative. You could deal with that as long as you have confidence that person will maintain a deal and bring the conference with them. Speaker Johnson appears to have credibility with within his conference in a way that other speakers have not had an ability to sell a deal, which is going to be very important. Now, I am going to uh, lightly disagree with Mr. Crow here in the sense that he has not. I mean, he just passed the CR uh, a couple days ago uh, in which um, 93 Republicans voted no. So I don't think he has the ability to sell a deal uh, as much as as. Uh, and by the way, neither did Kevin McCarthy to some degree. But um uh, as much as probably Crow thinks. Number two story of the day, Democrats squeeze Biden on Israel as a hostage deal looms. This is also from Nova Scotia, where Andrew writes that Biden is facing new pressure from the left on Israel's military operations in Gaza, with some progressives now calling for conditions to be opposed on U.S. military assistance to Israel. Uh, 
Peter Welsh of Big Voice on this said, there's more and more of us who can't ignore the reality that Israel does not have a plan. The plan right now is to continue pulverizing Gaza in search of Hamas. Clearly, you need humanitarian aid. That's what Welch said. But the best humanitarian aid is to have a war plan that doesn't create such a humanitarian catastrophe. Now, remember, there is a um, there's some reporting right now uh, that that Israel is close to some sort of hostage deal with uh, uh, Qatar and Hamas. Qatar as, acting as an intermediary. This will, we'll have to see how that works out. We'll have to see if that becomes. Uh, uh, comes to fruition in the next couple of days would be a big win for the Biden administration. This is um, not the case with Republicans, this skepticism. Um, Jim Risch, the top Republican on the Foreign Relations Committee and the lead GOP senator at the Halifax, the Halifax Security Forum, said, I don't know who was yelling for a ceasefire when we marched across Germany at the end, but there were lots and lots of civilian casualties. Now, number three story of the day, Mike Johnson has set up a new joint fundraising account, which is a big play uh, as speaker. The Grow the Majority uh, Committee will be able to accept up to $850,600 from GOP donors. It will distribute to 25 NRCC patriots, 16 GOP challengers in NRCC targeted districts, funds in 10 NRCC targeted districts, state parties in 20 states, the NRCC, CLF, and RNC, and then at the end, Johnson's reelection campaign and leadership back. Now, a JFC is kind of uh, the cost of doing business in today's uh, uh, GOP leadership world. It's a way to give to collect big checks from GOP donors. Now, we'll have to see if Johnson can fill this GOP, this joint fundraising committee, by the way. He has been a poor fundraiser in the past, but he has helped CLF and AAN. Uh, the two outside groups linked to GOP leadership collect um, $16 million in his first couple of days of fundraising. So we'll have to see if he's able to do that for himself as well. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a wonderful day and stay safe.